Hello, and welcome to my very first episode of All Things A to Z with Mitch Smith, a podcast that is brought to you by myself, my own producer, my own editor, and all things necessary to produce your own podcast. A little bit about myself. I am a former college athlete turned into mortgage banker, currently working for Quicken Loans. I've been with Quicken Loans for almost three years now, and I currently hold the title of executive mortgage banker. Before that, in college, I was a four-year athlete on the track and field team where I threw shot put, discus, and hammer throw. Um, now, again, I help people with one of their largest financial assets being their home, and I help people refinance into the ideal situation for each person. So a little bit about this show. This show is a lot about a lot of different things. We're going to cover topics from all different ranges of conversations. For example, sports, news, music, etc. Uh, one thing I plan on using this podcast for is to show people the good in the world. Um, I'm not interested in only showing the negative. Uh, again, I think we see enough negativity in the world. And I think it's upon ourselves to finally bring some positivity. So here I am. Um, again, people see enough of that already. So I will use it to express some opinions about things that I'm not necessarily an expert in, but just some things I have some thoughts on. I also want to use this as a platform um, to grow intellectually. Um, this isn't just to spit out my own, um, I guess, word vomit about things that I think I know I'm talking about. I'm using this as a platform to grow intellectually and just become an overall smarter person and become less ignorant about the unknown, right? So... Again, you know, some future plans as I continue to work on this, you know, is to bring friends and family on as I continue to discover more topics and interests of my fans and listeners. So here it is, you know, again, this idea came to me just a few days ago, actually. This is my first podcast after uh, really forming the idea for about three days. I went on Amazon and bought a microphone, um, laptop, all that good stuff, and just wanted to see what I could do and, you know, see what it would take me, you know, where it would take me. So I was having a quick conversation with my dad, you know, right before that conversation, I was in the sauna at the gym and I was just thinking about how funny it would be to sit in front of a microphone and a camera and talk about things that affect my everyday life. And as I'm walking out of the gym, my dad, uh, you know, I sent my dad a video of me walking out of the gym all sweaty saying, hey, you know, I'm sending this to you for accountability. You know, can't prove it happened if I don't send you some proof, right? So, and he actually texted me back right then and there. The first thing he said is, you should podcast. Well, funny thing, I was literally thinking about that for the last 10 minutes I was in the sauna before I walked out of the gym, right? So, hence the creation of all things A to Z, and I just wanted to say welcome and uh, thank you for being here. Okay. So my, my first segment, you know, is actually about something that not only affects me as a person, um, and not only has it affected myself over the last year or so, um, but it affects as many as 40 million people in the United States. And again, that's just the United States, 40 million people, right? And that subject is anxiety and depression and just overall mental health, right? And the reason I'm bringing this up is because more and more people are being affected by anxiety and depression. It's becoming one of the most diagnosed um, diseases, you know, or sicknesses in America, right? People are just not overall having a good time, especially through this COVID time. So again, you know, if you are feeling that way, I want you to know first and foremost that I'm with you. You know, I've been right there with you. I've been treating this over the last year or so. 
And, you know, now that my eyes have been open to it, I've been using it, you know, just as a tool and I'm using it to my advantage. You know, I, I want to bring this to light and show you that it's not always, you know, the, the end of times, right? You as yourself, you can work hard and get through it. And, you know, it's something that you're going to have to battle with, but you can win that battle more often than you lose, which is all what we're here for anyways. So again, you know, the, and again, the reason why I bring it up is because there's, there's just a bad stigma behind it. You know, people are just, you know, not necessarily ignorant to the subject, but don't necessarily know enough about it to have an opinion or have an opinion and it might not be the right one or the wrong one, um, or just, again, might not have the knowledge or might not have experienced something that, you know, would throw them into a depressive or anxious state, right? Sometimes a lot of depression and anxiety is caused by traumatic events, right? So like I said, you know, for a long time, you know, there's always been a negative stigma around anxiety and depression, even though <clears throat> during this time, you know, and even myself, right, you would just, you, you didn't understand exactly what it was when you were going through it. Um, and you just chalk it up to kind of having a bad day, right? Or a bad few days, you know? Um, but when I was younger, I, I didn't, I didn't believe that depression is actually is what it is, right? I just thought it was, you know, I just thought it was like a, a way to describe yourself when you, you didn't really feel that good. But I, I saw it as more of an excuse to, you know, slack off or whatever it may be, you know, an, an excuse to just, you know, get you out of something. Again, it, it was me being ignorant and me being uneducated on not only, you know, early symptoms of depression and anxiety, but just, you know, even being educated on mental health in general. Right. So again, and, and now that it, that it is something that's affected me personally, you know, I want to, I want to make sure that I shed some education on, you know, what it is and the stigma behind it on, and why it's not something to necessarily be feared anymore and something that's okay to be vulnerable, vulnerable about. Right. Um, again, you know, I used to be that guy that said, oh, it's, it's just a bad day or, you know, one of my friends or even, you know, just acquaintances would, uh, you know, would say, oh, I'm just, you know, oh, just suck it up, get over it. You know, it's just a bad day, you know, not understanding and not even coming really close to understanding what that person might have been feeling that at that time or what that person might have been going through, um, you know, where that person's mind state is at, because you just don't really know, right? And especially in today's day and age, you know, with the internet and, you know, being able to do things, you know, at the tip of your fingers, you know, it's, it's so easy to just jump to conclusions and, you know, get mad and, you know, things like that. But again, it's, it's, it's about educating you know, yourself and not necessarily to just roll over and agree with that person, but for you to express your own opinion and have an educated opinion behind it, instead of just having a closed mind argument with somebody that doesn't ever get anywhere. Right. And I think we can all agree with that. So one of the bad stigmas, you know, that comes with anxiety and depression is the use of therapy. Um, and, and now again, that more and more people are being diagnosed. I think that the stigma on therapy is, is becoming a little a little more loose, right? As time goes on and more and more people are being diagnosed, again, I think people were ignorant to the benefits of going to therapy and learning about mental health and, you know, knowing that there's other people out there that experience the exact same thing that you do. And we'll talk about that in just a second. But again, you know, it's, it, it, it's more than just, you know, having somebody listen to you and talking 
you know, for example, again, this is something that I've been dealing with over the last year and I've been using therapy as a tool over the last year as well, um, just to try and, you know, get a better grip and, you know, just, just help myself out. Right. So, you know, it's, again, like I said, it's more than just someone hearing you out, but when, when life seems to just kind of be pushing you down and down and down and down, it seems like things are just compiling one after another, it, it's nice to go there, you know, even once a week or once every two weeks, you know, whatever you're comfortable with, you know, and just have somebody just kind of listen to it and get it all off your chest and have an unbiased opinion on, you know, what they think is going on, right? You know, sometimes our friends and family, it's tough for them to give real advice because they're biased, right? They know us for who we are. They, they see us in our darkest days. They see us in our best of days. And they can tell the difference, you know, um, not saying that, you know, once you get to know your therapist, I've been seeing the same one for about a year now. Um, he helps me figure out, you know, when things do feel gr- dark and grim and it feels like the end of the world is coming on. He reminds me of the things that I have in my life to be thankful for and the things that in my life that are always good, no matter how dark the day seems. Right. Um, but again, you know, we're, we're not we're here to we're here to educate people and show people that it's OK to be vulnerable when it comes to mental health. And it's OK to make sure that you yourself are taking care of your own mind. Right. And it goes beyond, you know, getting sleep and eating healthy. And, you know, you really need more than just that. Right. So, you know, as you know, mental health, it's not a laughing matter. And again, more and more people are opening up about it and being vulnerable. Um, Again, it's, you know, there's high profile people that suffer from anxiety and depression all the time. And in fact, you know, September 17th, 2020, Kevin Love, uh, you know, and for those of you who don't know, he is a forward for the NBA's Cleveland Cavaliers, right? So he's a high profile professional athlete, you know, very well known. You know, he recently wrote an article for the Players Tribune and he wrote, you know, what people on the outside don't understand is that it takes all of your strength and willpower just to exist, just to keep on going, battling depression, battling anxiety, battling any mental health disorder. It's just exhausting. Now, again, I want to remind you that this is a man that has made a career out of playing professional basketball. And I think as as someone who myself who enjoys professional sports is what they are. You know, to hear that and to see a role model athlete talking about something that, you know, affects more than 40 million people in the United States, it's not only humbling, but again, it just reminds you that you're not always alone. And I think that's one of the, the most fear producing feelings of anxiety and depression is just to just to think that you're alone. Right. And in in most experiences, you might not be right. And again, you know, like I said, in, in my own personal experience, I, I've used therapy over the last year. Um, I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression in March of 2020, right before COVID started. Um, and before, you know, I, I, I kind of realized, you know, before that I really started treating it and working on it, you know, somebody very close to me, you know, just kind of sat me down and said, hey, like, you know, I think this is what you're going through. And I think it would really benefit you out, benefit you, I'm sorry, to just, just try and get some help, you know, just see a doctor, see a therapist, just try it. Right. And if, and if you don't think it's for you, then it's not for you. Right. But as you know, again, this is my, this is my close friend telling me this, you know, 
he said he had been seeing a therapist for, you know, nine years, right? Um, and, you know, and for him to say that, somebody that I looked up to, you know, in the place of work and somebody that I, I had gotten to know over the last year and a half, you know, for him to tell me that and be open and vulnerable with me, you know, it really motivated me just to give it a shot. So I did, right? I, and before that, I might have never even sought help because I might not have ever known exactly what I was going through, right? You know, peaks and valleys of feeling good, you know, one day, feeling crappy the next, you know, that's no way to live and nobody wants to live that way. And again, you know, to just reiterate, it's all about bringing, you know, this subject to light and just, you know, recognizing the fact that there are people out there that are affected by it and there are people out there that need help and can't always get it. Right. So again, I think it's, I think it's important to just be aware of the people around you, you know, and if, if you notice somebody not necessarily acting differently, but you know, might not be as happy as they always are, or you notice a significant difference, I'm letting you know right now that all it takes is a, Hey, how you doing? You know, the floodgates might open, right? It's happened before with myself. So you know, again, after I finally did start, you know, I, I finally started my journey into treating my depression and anxiety. But before I did that, you know, I always had this, this stigma around therapy as, as being weak, being vulnerable, you know. Um, and I think as an athlete growing up, you know, as an athlete from a very young age, you, you are taught that being vulnerable is a sign of weakness, and that being weak, you know, obviously comes with losing, right? Which as an athlete, obviously you never want to lose. You know, as a person, you never want to lose. We just don't take losing well, right? Um, I always had the mentality for a long time, you know, whoever said winning isn't everything lost a lot of games. And, you know, that's, I, I, I think that still rings true to some extent, but I don't feel it as strongly as what I once did when I was competing, now that I'm a couple years out of competition style athletics, you know, I think that that my mindset has kind of, you know, again, uh, softened up a little bit for lack of a better term. Right. But again, you know, sometimes I use, you know, again, I use my therapy sessions, you know, some two to four times a month, you know, depending on how I'm feeling. But now that I do that, I leave my sessions feeling a little bit better every time. Right. And the reason why that is, is again, it's it's because you have somebody else that's unbiased, you know, helping you kind of work through, you know, a time in your life where you might not be able to make the decisions rapidly like you normally make. Right. Um, you know, for example, we, we make a lot of very quick decisions throughout our day as humans, you know, just in, in, in everyday life. Right. So. Again, you know, it, it, it's not a permanent fix, but it does ease, it eases the days that are worse than others. And I think it's something that would benefit a lot of people. And again, you know, when I, when I looked at it as a sign of being weak, you know, and I think a very traumatic event for a lot of young adults and even young children right now, and really children of all ages are experiencing a lot of divorce in their families, right? Um, and, and, you know, I experienced the divorce. I was an only child and it affected me, you know, very heavily, but I always 
told my mom because she kept trying to push me to go to therapy. I said, no, I don't want to. I don't need that. You know, I don't need it. It's a sign of being weak. You know, little known fact, as I look on it now, it's like, man, it, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? Who knows if I would, you know, sometimes feel the depression and anxiety if I do now, if I had started it then. But the important thing is I'm working on it now. And the important thing is to know that it's never too late to start working on it. It's always good to, you can always get a grip on your mental health and it will always help you out and lead to other good things in your lifestyle, right? Um, you know, because, you know, when my anxiety and depression is bad, you know, I'll be honest with you, it's tough to get out of bed. It's tough to go to the gym. It's tough to cook. It's tough to do laundry. You know, everything is exhausting. You know, sometimes I clock out of work at four o'clock and, you know, sit on the couch for a second and fall asleep because sometimes you're just so exhausted of just trying to push yourself through the day, right? But again, this is a platform and this first episode is to let you know that you are never alone. So if you do feel that way, you know, don't even hesitate to reach out to myself or somebody you know, um, you know, and you see it all the time, right? You know, lives are saved from it. So again, you know, I brought this subject up as my first episode because it's something that I've struggled with and to be honest, continue to struggle with sometimes on a daily basis. If you yourself, you know, are experiencing or, you, you know, you're thinking you might be dealing with some anxiety and depression, again, I'm here to let you know that it's okay to be vulnerable and to get help and to deal with it, right? It's not weak. It's taking care of yourself. And if taking care of yourself looks weak, then I guess that's okay by me because I'd rather take care of myself, right? And make sure I'm always good mentally, right? You got to be right and sound in between your ears, right? So again, you know, and just to let you know, you know, I've, I've been very open about it. I haven't very, you know, I haven't really kept it under wraps, right? I'm very open and honest about it because I want people to know that I'm working on it and that I'm getting better. But I also want people to know that sometimes I do feel that way. And sometimes like, you know, I'm just working through something. Sometimes it might just be a bad day. But to be honest with you, nobody's looked at me differently. And, and in fact, you know, that I'm very open and public about it and working on it. You know, they've actually applauded me for the effort to get better, which is awesome. It's an awesome feeling, right? Again, you're, you're, not, you're never alone. You have more support than what you think, right? So again, if you ever need somebody to talk to, I just want to remind you again that I'm always here to help. And sometimes when you talk to somebody who knows what's going on, who's experienced anxiety and depression, sometimes it just tends to help a little more because they know exactly what you're talking about. So for, you know, for my outro here and for the rest of my episodes, I wanted to, again, to use this as a platform for good, not always the negativity, um, but I want to show the good sides of things, the resolutions, you know, the things that are positive after the fact, right? Some things I'm thankful for. So that's what I'm going to go over with for you now. And this is the way I plan on signing off every show is just to show some thanks for not only the people that got me here, you know, my hard work and myself, you know, the situations that I personally have overcome and, and just the fact that I'm walking, talking, breathing, right? You know, we're on the right side of the grass today. And that's really one thing to be thankful for every single day. So one thing I'm thankful for is the opportunity to even bring you an episode of my podcast here. Thanks again for tuning in. This is my first episode. I'm looking forward to bringing you more. And I wanted to say I'm thankful, thankful for my dad to just sending that text at the exact right time. 
you know again if if you had sent it right at that exact moment as i was walking out of the gym i might have never even started right might have never even just dove in head first so thanks for that um and again you know i'm thankful for those who have listened those who will become listeners um and i'm hoping to you know kind of get you an episode every you know, a week or so, one a week. That's my goal right now. So I'm going to put some time into it and I would love to kind of keep working on it. Um, and if you guys have any ideas and you want to reach out to me about what to talk about, I would love that too. Um, so again, thanks for tuning in. This is the first episode of All Things A to Z with Mitch Smith. And I will let you guys get back to it and have a fantastic rest of your day.